Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we talk about traffic replication in SASE environments. Our sponsor is Palo Alto Networks, and they've added a new capability in Prisma Access that lets you replicate and then store traffic sent to the Prisma Access cloud service. And that replicated traffic can then be used for things like deep packet analysis, forensic, or network analysis. And we're going to talk about how Prisma Access replicates traffic. We'll get into use cases and more. Our guest is Tudor Andrescu. He's the product line manager at Palo Alto Networks. Uh, Tudor, welcome to the podcast. So what is traffic replication and, and why would someone need it? What are some of the benefits or business? outcomes associated with doing traffic replication? So this is a brand new function that we built in Prisma Access. Uh, think about legacy architectures where it's, it's very common for customers to have uh, parallel infrastructures, something like packet brokers, pen ports, yep. tap ports, uh, that would allow customers in the older le legacy architectures to take a copy of the traffic and do parallel and post-mortem analysis for, for different use cases. Um, uh, this is great and very doable in on-prem deployments, but think about now uh, with uh, all the things moving around, right? Your user is in a coffee shop, your security stack when you adopt SASE moves into the cloud, your applications are moving or are already in the cloud, right? So good luck trying to, to get your hand on a, a PCAP like you were so used to do before. So what we're trying to, to do in Prisma Access is to bring back that full deep visibility that uh, many customers of ours were so used to, to, to have on, in on-prem environments and uh, kind of remove any trade-offs when they move from an on-prem deployment to, to a SASE architecture, which of course we all know have so many benefits. <laughs> so does this work for when you just have a device in the pathway? So if you have some sort of a Palo Alto hardware appliance, or as we see in the remote access, we see the agents increasingly becoming a popular way of, of setting the edge of the SD-WAN. So this, this function is being built in Prisma Access. So it's a very sweet spot, right? We are uh, always in between the users and the apps, mm -hmm. uh, rather their SaaS applications, internet or right. private apps. Right? Okay. Yeah. So Prisma Access is your cloud service and I send my traffic in and then what you're saying is you can replicate it and then I can do something else with that traffic. Yeah, I make available to you a copy of the traffic that Prisma Access sees in the cloud. Yeah. Right. So I, I, my first question is, I guess, if I'm already sending my traffic to Prisma Access for things like security inspection, performance monitoring, why would I want to replicate that traffic as well? Oh, that's that's a great question, right? So uh, think about, I'll just throw a couple of examples, right? You you might uh, uh, detect something, right? Let's say Prisma Access is blocking some, some C2 attempt, uh, but you want to see, okay, it's uh, great I blocked it at this stage, but how that host maybe internally uh, got compromised in the first place, right? Uh, could be maybe I have a policy that's being shadowed, uh, some other uh, interesting uh, scenarios there. So uh, having a copy of all the traffic uh, post-mortem, right, gives me the, the full power to analyze uh, all the uh, flows, right, of an attack mm -hmm. going back in time and making sure next time it happens, right, in a far, I'm in a far better spot. Okay, and this is all happening because uh, I guess you're taking advantage of a feature in Google Cloud where you're hosting the Prisma Access services? Yes, so uh, that's an, another really uh, good point to to call Prismax as a, a native uh, cloud solution, right? We we are being hosted in AWS and GCP. There's no secret there, and we take full advantage of of these uh, cloud providers, right? And GCP is a great example. 
why is that important in this case, right? Uh, obviously, to store a copy of this traffic, we talk about a huge amount of traffic for, for largest customers mm -hmm. and their business locations. So the ability to scale elastically uh, right away, uh, that, that's key. And GCP enables us to, to do that quite easily. Right. GCP that has the, the traffic uh, replication capability that you're essentially turning on on behalf of customers? Behind the scenes, yes, we are using uh, yeah. functions like GCP mirroring, but we add on top of that, right? Um, yeah, and that's a scaling. I see that as a scaling. You couldn't scale this by doing it in software on top of, you know, in a container or something like that. You really need to use hardware features almost, and that's the feature that uh, comes from the underlying cloud infrastructure that you've got. Absolutely. Yeah, that, yep. that was a key requirement not to have, by turning this on, not to affect mm. the, the inline performance by any way. So mm -hmm. make this mirroring happening outside of our service processing nodes in Prismaxis. So your uh, regular inspection is not affected at all. And what about encrypted traffic? How are you doing? How are you handling that? So we give the option to the customer, right? They can, uh, in the copy of the traffic that they get, they they are able to get either original traffic, right? Which is most of the time encrypted, but we also offer to, to apply SSL decryption to, to such traffic. And this is key for, for uh, right, forensic analysis. Um, very often, right, you want to go deep and uh, decrypting is, is key. Okay, so I can set it up so that when the traffic is decrypted in Prisma Access already for some kind of DPI or other inspection, that decrypted traffic gets mirrored and then stored uh, on this uh, whatever system Google is using that I get access to, to to grab those packets. That's correct. Yes, we 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 know about the keys, right? We in, intercept the sessions already inline, so we apply the same decryption for for the copy that we store out of band here. Well, that leads me into a question around data sovereignty. You have a lot of a lot of political and government um, interest in where the data resides and who gets access to it. Have you addressed those issues? Yeah, this, this was a key point right when we developed that. Uh, so uh, the storing, right, uh, the storing of this uh, traffic, right, it's being done in in storage buckets, and uh, we have uh, will we will have a bucket in every single Prism Access location. Right, so if your traffic it's already managed and inspected by a Prism Access location, uh, getting this copy it won't move anywhere else. It's gonna stay in the same place, right? And uh, in terms of who has access to to this, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Since we are gonna store data at rest, um, we are following very strict policies, uh, GCP and AWS best practices, and. If, uh, mm -hmm. On top of that, we even do an uh, encryption of those pickups, right? And only the, the customer would have a private key to... to so the basic controls are in place and customers should talk to you about specific controls. So if, if they only want to see that data in a particular location, they should talk to you about that because you've thought about that in the design, I think, is the takeaway. Absolutely. And we, in fact, it's it's fully controlled by, by the customer. They, they, we, mm -hmm. we, all, uh, we put things in the GUI that would enable them to, to fully control where the data is being stored. Yeah. So is this sort of an all or nothing feature where um, if I flip on traffic replication, I get all the traffic or can I be more selective? Like I only want Office 365 traffic or I only want traffic from one user or something. How fine grain can I make this? Got it. Um, the, the core use case that we're trying to solve, it's typically for customers who they say, I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> what I will do later. Uh -huh. So for now, we are coping everything, and okay. then you can filter whatever you you want further. But 
uh, that's something that we are uh, considering strongly, right? We have a lot of context, who the user is, right. your apps, like in your question, right? Uh, so that's something that it's very doable. Okay, so right now you, it's it's the whole enchilada, so to speak, uh, when you turn this feature on. But over time, you you anticipate being able to be more selective about what gets mirrored or replicated. Okay, that would be important because so many CIOs ne and CEOs need monitoring these days. It seems like every CEO <laughs> specializes in doing something they really shouldn't be. Um, speaking of which, if if I'm a customer of this product, how do I take this data and turn it into something meaningful? Is Prisma Access giving me the ability to analyze that data and to do queries on it, or do I feed it into something else? Um, I guess it's it's a spectrum of, of answers, right? We we, mm -hmm. we work with customers who will take this this uh, copy of the traffic that we made available, and they have their own uh, internal tools that will do the analysis they need. Uh, but very often we have uh, other tools, third party tools, on the other end, on the receiving end of this traffic. Uh, typically in the NDR space, uh, I guess mm. these public names. We for now we work with uh, people like NetWitness and Corelight. These are publicly announced partnerships we have. Mm -hmm. What's What's great about that? It's uh, in these partnerships for the end customer. It's going to be a fully transparent experience. Uh, either they uh, get this uh, traffic from a physical tap port, or they use Prisma Access. They can freely continue to use these uh, preferred yeah. third party tools. So you could yeah. still use third party tools and then and then use the Prisma access data and then combine it in other some other tool. We're seeing a lot of AI analytics or ML analytics tools being but once you've got the data, then you can move to the next phase. If you can't collect the data, you it doesn't matter what analytic tool you've got. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Which brings me to data integrity. A lot of the times at this sort of volume, you'd need to do packet sampling. I suspect because you've got some sort of partnership with Google Cloud that this is going to be the answer that people probably want to hear, but tell me anyway. Yeah, great question. Uh, again, coming back to the, the core use cases we try to solve and uh, forensic and threat hunting is key. In, in these cases, right, I want to see everything. So we don't do any sampling. Uh, we captured every single packet. Uh, and yeah, Google and AWS as well, right, are, are key in making sure mm. we can scale at the required volumes here. Yeah. I get, you know, it has to be done at hardware for the sort of scale. Like Prisma Access isn't like a couple of hundred megs. So you're talking about hundreds of gigabytes of traffic, not, you know, not gigabits, gigabytes of traffic per second flowing through the Prisma Access. So you're not going to be able to do this without working closely with your cloud provider. Because otherwise you you have to have that integrity about the data. You need to know, as you say, for threat hunting or, uh, you know, forensic analysis, you need to know. Absolutely right, and when you uh, mix things like SSL decryption, etc., right, uh, scaling is, is becomes key. So, is uh, given the potential volume of traffic that I may, might be uh, replicating and storing, is that something that I work out with Google, or do I do that through you in terms of how much uh, storage space I want to set up, how long I want to keep it, and so on? How how does that get all hashed out? So uh, we offer this as a service, right? So um, practically, we are storing these. Uh, copy of the traffic in, in uh, GCP buckets all over the world. Mm -hmm. The buckets belong to us, so you don't have to, to deal with that. Okay, right? I don't have uh, to provision those buckets and, and watch them and so on. You've taken care of that for me. Correct. We'll, we'll share read access into those buckets securely, so you can take it from there. Uh, and in terms of how long I can store it, is that also up to me, or are there limits? You know, like if I'm looking at like a 30-day window or 90-day window or just forever? Uh, for now, it's we call it short-term storage. It's a kind of a fixed seventy-two hours. So you have three days to read those files from okay. our bucket. 
Uh, mm -hmm. But then it's a regular bucket, so any regular interactions with the GCP and AWS bucket, it's it's available, so we can move it to a so cold customer. Store. A customer mm -hmm. could take it and move it themselves and store it in their own infrastructure, absolutely, yeah, under their own pricing. More importantly, right, because storage <laughs> <laughs> that movement that movement's where they're going to get you. Yes, mm -hmm. the thing about this that I is just, I haven't heard this from other vendors. So lots of other vendors have SASE. Now, or SSE, however you want to call it, where you know you send your data into the cloud and they do the inspection, the security, the logging, and so forth. But I've not heard them just make the raw data available. Is there a particular? Is there something uh, Palo Alto Networks is doing here that's unique and differentiated? Yeah, you're right. So far, we haven't heard from other competitors uh, doing anything close to this. I believe we have a huge advantage in how Prisma Access is architectured from from the start. We have. We are sitting in these public clouds uh, where wide scale and, and the functions are, are uh, very elastic, right? And gives us all this power. Second, we, we uh, have a dedicated data plane for each and every customer we have, right? So the traffic is already separated. So taking a copy of a specific customer under specific conditions is quite easy for us. Uh, if I would have used a, a shared environment, right, with uh, private data centers, things might be far trickier. Even integrating with third parties, right? Uh, if I'm yeah. in a private data center, right, the other side needs to be close to me, ideally, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. So this means things like traffic replication between sites, or if you're replicating traffic over the Prisma capabilities, it's all there. It's not lost. Yeah, absolutely. Palo Alto Networks put out an official announcement about that. In that announcement, they said uh, it was just in Google Cloud, but you mentioned also that you have, uh, you're also in AWS. Is this right now only a feature for Prisma Access instances in Google? And will you add other cloud providers? That's correct. For now, this function is supported in, in uh, Prisma Access locations where GCP hosted. Uh, AWS, again, I'm don't want to go into roadmap items, but it's it's sure. uh, something we are strongly looking at. Yeah. Okay. So presumably, then, if I'm the customer, uh, I would know that uh, my Prisma is in a GCP <clears throat> uh, is hosted in GCP because this capability will pop up in my dashboards being available. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll present right the locations which are available today, and once we have support for AWS, right, those would be added as well. And I guess if anybody wants to find out more information, they can contact you and ask for details about the roadmap and in quietly, not so not such a public setting. Um, if, is there any last things that you want to touch on before we wrap this up for today? Yeah, I, I just want to highlight that this is a very unique and strong and powerful function, not by what it does, right? In fact, it it's I can say it's just offering you a copy of the traffic, but it's very powerful uh, looking at the use cases that it, it unblocks, right? If you are mm. strong on forensic analysis, threat hunting, deep uh, packet analysis for, for networking use cases. Performance uh, monitoring. Performance. Validation, uh, so, you know, you know, content validation and all that sort of stuff. Because building a packet broker network was the way we used to do this. We used to go out and put network taps and have appliances all around the network to collect all this data, and then it would ship it all into a central core and then correlate it into a single. People can't, you can't build that now. Well, you can still build it. You can go out and buy packet broking tools, but you know, you're not going to put edge? a packet broker in Google's cloud. That's not happening. No. Well, you're also not going to put one in, you know, when you've got a thousand remote users out right. of a two thousand strong workforce, right? Yeah. So it becomes a different sort of a thing. Yeah. So it's a very modern solution to modern problems, at the risk of sounding trite. Absolutely, yeah. 
All right, well, that does bring us to the end uh, of this recording. Uh, if you want to get more details about uh, this traffic replication capability uh, in Prisma Access, uh, we'll have a link in the show notes uh, to take you right there, or you can go to paloaltonetworks.com and just uh, search for traffic replication. Uh, thank you, Tudor, for joining us, and thanks to Palo Alto Networks for being a sponsor, uh, and especially thank you for listening. Uh, head on over to packetpushers.net. You'll find a plethora of free technical podcasts on networking, cloud, wireless, Kubernetes, and more, along with our community blog. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. You can find us on LinkedIn here us on Spotify and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.